Welcome to the Control Performance Podcast, where we discuss industrial process control optimization. I am your host, Devin Cole, the Global Services Manager for the Performance Solutions Business Line in Metso Flow Control. We strive to be our client's top industrial valves and process control reliability partner. Today, I am playing an interview about process control performance with our senior process control engineer, Vince Moorhead. Vince has a degree in computational and applied math from Carnegie Mellon University and a chemical engineering degree from NCANT University. He has been with the Performance Solutions Group in Mezzo for seven years and has 13 years of process control and optimization experience in industries such as ceramics, pulp and paper, power generation, and petrochemicals. Vince leads multiple control performance consulting projects and has completed dozens of plant triage installations. In this interview, Vince discusses various aspects of control loop monitoring software, installation, and implementation within a control performance project. Please enjoy. Hey, good morning, Vince, and thanks for joining me today on the podcast to talk about control performance and specifically a key tool in the control performance arsenal over here at Performance Solutions, uh, plant triage. So welcome, Vince. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, so let's just dive right in. And just a reminder for the listeners, uh, control performance, we talk about that being a combination of three main pillars. We talk about the tool. Uh, in this case, uh, today we'll talk about plant triage as the control loop performance monitoring tool. And then we talk about the organization. So we have to have some kind of a, an organization with skill sets uh, required to generate benefits with a, a CLPM tool. And finally, standard workflows and standard operating procedures in order to implement uh, the the system and implement to have the organization utilize the the tool to generate benefits and uh, it's always good to have those workflows in place as well for training purposes to replace the the next person up kind of concept when when people come into a new role and really embed CLPM procedures into the the day-to-day operations of your organization so Vince, uh, plant triage, just kind of give me an overview and, and a rundown of some of the main features and, and benefits of plant triage. Well, plant triage is going to fall under that control loop performance monitoring software that's so popular in automation and in the manufacturing environment. And plant triage, what stands out is that we have many ways to process the data that we're getting over. Uh, from the OPC and the, the DCS from that system. And it could be PLC as well. But, you know, we're looking at valve information. We're looking at operation interventions, operation information, control information, uh, tuning, the things that are happening within the process dynamics. Uh, we can bring in valve positioner information, anything that helps us to understand the overall health of that control loop. And then within a dynamic environment, within pulling multiple loops throughout the site. So with plant triage, we're historizing that information. We're going to give you diagnosis. We're going to historize and store the performance of that raw information. So you get to go back and recall that at any point and make decisions about it. Uh, and that allows you as the engineer or the end user to make the, the final, you know, real thinking decisions about how to proceed with the troubleshooting, right? The main thing with control loops is are you on target? Or do you have better uptime and are you minimizing any kind of variations, instability, oscillations that are out there? 
And so optimization tool, if I can call it that. And the idea is, yes, after you had a round or two of looking at your dynamics of your system, we'll look at key performances and key uh, indicators, if you will, KPIs. Then once you've gotten tight in one round, use that software to reset and do it again. And so control loop performance monitoring, yes, we're looking at the full body uh, within your site about how you're doing uh, at the uh, control level. So what kind of assessments of the process control data are we getting? The uh, type of assessments we're getting, so we're, we're pulling in the process variable, you know, set point output, the mode, and then we can determine when to calculate that information. But the assessments can include things like operator interventions, are we changing modes, uh, how many times set points are changing, uh, average values of the PV, max min values of the output, uh, valve information, and then models, right? We're storing the data. So one of the components we, you know, commercialize and say is a, uh, an added value is having this active model capture. So as the disturbances and as the changes are happening within your system, whether it's open loop or closed loop, we can quantify a model for that. You know, we, we detected a gain of one dead time of six seconds and time constant of 10 seconds, as an example. And then on top of that, we can suggest the tune. You're still going to go back and analyze that, but since we're actively capturing the data, why not go ahead and do some additional steps in the meantime? And it continues on with that. We have over 88 assessments that we're looking at. Um, how, how well are you controlling it? We also have statistical process control with a PP, PPK, uh, spec limits, et cetera. What do you gain by changing those set points based upon better optimization? So we're trying to understand, are you in control? Are you oscillating? We have oscillation detections. Oscillation detections. So the, the three that we're looking at are, is it oscillation because of the tuning controller? Or are we oscillating because of the process? There's a disturbance or there's a continuous oscillation. So we call that the load. And then is oscillation due to valve. We have valve level detection of information. Is it stiction? Is it hysteresis, et cetera? So we're looking at a lot of different things that are encompassing within those 88 assessments of the data. So what kind of a platform then would I deploy this software on? The software is housed on um, a workstation class server. So there are, you know, home OSs out there, but usually we'll do the, the popular one is the Microsoft server. So we would do like, um, I think our lowest standard now is 2012, but we also are doing 2016 is very popular right now. And then we're seeing the uptick in the 20 server 2019. So you're talking about a standalone server that sits somewhere on your network um, and there's flexibility there. It can be behind the firewall with your production or we can extract it out and put it in the business network, but it's going to be on a, a workstation class server. And could I put it in a virtual machine? Yes, definitely. Um, we recognize that uh, virtualization, particularly from that, allows for you know better deployment, better optimization. So along with the hard um, server, we do have the option that you can put on a virtual machine to go along with others on the single um, hard box. So then I'm deploying it on a, a Windows server. How am I gathering the data? I think you mentioned OPC earlier uh, in the podcast. So can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, this and this part is uh, what I consider um, important. We 
are using that open protocol at OPC in order to get the information wherever it resides from another OPC server. So we are a client looking at a remote location and that remote can be as popular as a Pi server or as specific as any of the you know OEMs like Honeywell server, uh, Rockwell, et cetera. And the end uh, cap can be you know the DCS or PLC or somewhere in between. Uh, we even have uh, some installations that they're using Wonderware to pull in the data and they will force the Wonderware server as OPC out to the plant trial server. So then I'm deploying this on a Windows server and I'm gathering the data by OPC. Uh, what's the advantage of doing that versus uh, a CLPM tool that might be native to a distributed control system? I believe that the advantage is flexibility, to be honest. And even in my experiences, well, you know, we're talking about how vast our offering is and how complex. I mean, we get full week trainings about what's available in the system. But from a flexibility standpoint, you know, we're looking at we can have the configuration for hundreds of controllers out there. So when it's native to your system, it's possible that they could be flexible, but I don't know the guarantee there from there. But if you have one that you had to stand alone server, we can make connections to, you know, that OPC server for that paper machine that might be, you know, a mess. So we that might have another machine that might be, you know, an Andrews, somebody else. We're only concerned about the connection. So our flexibility is multiple offerings, multiple connections, and being able to capture the possibilities that reside on your server on your site. Great. So I'm going to put this in on a, a Windows server and I'm going to connect it via OPC. Does Performance Solutions offer services to help me get that installed if I'm a, a customer looking to put plant triage in my site? Certainly. Um, we would definitely recommend that if you are looking into purchasing the software that you also purchase the you know, the agreement that allows us to come to site and then do the, you know, multi-step uh, implementation of the system as well as maintenance with it. You're definitely welcome to purchase it. And if you have, and if you're comfortable with the implementation within uh, DCOM, you know, OPC protocols, network communications, and then just overall setting up the system, you know, within the, the you know, .NET, everything else that's involved, then you can have that, but definitely, uh, we we offer that as a service as well with the software. And then you're also configuring the software to uh, perform properly. Yeah, yes, exactly. We're, we have a, a standard checklist and then we obviously have a lot of experience in understanding what it takes to get the most use out of the system. There are several layers of understanding. However, you know, our implementation will be what does it take for your site to get the most out of it? So I mentioned earlier status bits. Uh, maybe complex mode resolution, you know, manual, automatic. Do you need customized equations to establish, you know, additional assessments? We talked about the 88 uh, assessments we have, but you can also add additional ones. And so we show you how we can include additional items that you measure for better flexibility. They could be KPIs that your site has that you measure, but we haven't captured in our system. Our flexibility says, okay, show me what you got. We'll add more to it. All right, so what would a schedule of services be like for installing a, a new uh, plant triage system? Okay, and this is a fair question since I said multi, you know, trip, multi-step. 
um, involvement. So the idea is we do go to site and we say generally we're going to do four trips. That's the standard. So the first visit is going to be the actual making sure the implementation is there from the open communication standpoint, adding loops, configuring for units and then the areas or what we call also plants for that server. So every purchase of the plant triage install is also based upon the license. That license is the loop count and that loop is a PV and everything additional to that. So you have a site that has a thousand loops. We're going to come in and we have tips and tricks in order to add a lot of loops in a short amount of time. We're going to check the communications that week and it's going to be a post connection communication as well. We want to make sure that those loops you say are configured do actually exist and that allows us some time to build um, you know, a, a kick list, if you will, to make sure they do work. We're going to have questions and suggestions about, you know, modes, when to pop, uh, populate the uh, assessments based upon a unit status. Are there special addresses out there? Do we need to pull in some process guys? We will configure it and that's pretty extensive, but then we're also starting to think about the next steps. The second step will be baselines and thresholds. We're going to have reporting in the system. And we have to have some way for you to have triggers or the help to understand when is going to be a time for action. We call those baselines and thresholds. Think of it like targets and calls to action. So during between the first trip and the second trip, since we believe in the data that we're logging, we're going to gather, you know, two, three, you know, several weeks worth of data. And we're going to use your information to set your benchmarks. Now, along with that, and we can do that in a week's time. We can also negotiate if you guys have like hard values you want to set. So we can set some rules in place so it can help to define when to establish a system. Part three, training. So it could be another couple of weeks we come back. We have a full four day training and I'm usually on site a whole week. We have a full four day training that gets down into the browser reporting information on the front end with the um, with the Internet Explorer or the web browser we have. We get detail into the analysis. So troubleshooting, we talked about the valves, the controller and, you know, the process optimization. What does that look like over that time? And then the ongoing administration, right? You've added loops. How do I add more loops? How do I delete the ones that are in place? What about rearranging units? you know, adding status bits. We're going to talk about how to do that. I want to back up the system. Anything that deals with the, we'll call it periodic administration, baselines and thresholds. You watch me set them during the second week. I won't be on site continuously. However, we show you guys how to do it. You're going to update those periodically because as you get better, your process gets better. And as an optimization package, you want to reset those targets so you find a new round of optimization. So, we get that set up within the training. And again, this uh, the browser analyst and this administration. And then the fourth trip, we tie it all together. I usually call this the uh, con the consults the consultation trip, the one that we come in and we've gathered data. I've gotten intimate with your system. I've been there three weeks. You guys have had a working knowledge of the process. Maybe you bring in two or three uh, specialists that you have that have been tied to plant triage. And then we use that week to find, you know, low hanging fruit, you know, some of the faster diagnoses that we can find and begin to troubleshoot, you know, find opportunities and try to build 
uh, an instance where we have some kind of report for return on investment, et cetera. So we get the ball rolling as more like a handoff in a consultant role in that trip. I have two follow-ups to that. So first of all, in this age of COVID-19, is there any of that work, any of those site trips, as you call them, that can be done remotely? Uh, certainly. Um, a lot of things that we, and you mentioned COVID, a lot of things that we've, you know, recognized actually even before then was that it won't always be feasible to just, you know, plan out a time to carve out to go to site to, you know, do those things. So uh, I believe especially anything where you can allow us to remotely, you know, team up with you to do something, all of that is on the table, right? So from uh, if we're using like we use teams within Metso, um, soon to be Nell. So we use uh, teams. You have Skype, GoToMeeting, any of those web, you know, amounts that allows us to see the system as close as we can get to the system. I think we'll have a better opportunity to do it. So we can deploy the software, and then from where I'm sitting, we can have a conversation. I can show you, or we can do the work together. So that's the first we cover. We can do the configuring and the install for that, right? The second trip would be based on the threshold. Well, similar to the first week, I'm doing whatever I'm looking at, I'm doing it on the server. So if we have remote access, and again, we recognize this within the acceptable confines of the site, right? I mean, everybody has layers, particularly in 2020, right? It is possible to do. And then the training, we have what I perceive to be an, an abbreviated modules that we can at least allow you guys to get up to speed. So um, I think it, it'll probably be desirable. And our experience this year has been, well, we have a lot of sessions that a lot of sites that need to be trained. However, we don't have a timetable for going back in the field. However, I can hold you over with some online training so you guys can get started. And we can, just like the remote sessions, if we can log in on your system, we can look at real scenarios. And then the consultative portion, that depends on the level of engagement. I do believe that's also possible, right? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your system. We can look at, you know, charts and diagrams, PIDs, and look at investigative opportunities. I think that's also possible as well. So there, there's some flexibility opportunity from a remote session um, to make that happen. Are there some things that are critical that should be done uh, by you or, or one of uh, our colleagues on site? I believe the what should be critical in terms of the expertise, I think like the checklist, right? Even if you got to a place, I believe that we, we should have our, our offering should also be, I believe it, I, I, I get confirmation from you in a second, but I believe that in the end, you would want someone to check, you know, go through the checklist that you've met what you perceive to be okay. We do offer that even in maintenance, right? They say, hey, we did do this install. Can you give us a once over or analysis about our login and configuration? And I can do that. You know, that's something that we have do and done routinely because oftentimes we do have third parties that install or sites that install. They're not quite confident in what they're getting. And so we'll go back and analyze and say, OK, we can close a gap and look at that gap analysis to understand what's going on. Um, other than that, I yeah, I would say Everything is, is plausible for the end user, but if I could list a couple of items, I would really say you want us to really be on site to do the administrative training. 
I can give you a long presentation about all of the ins and outs of it, but something like baselines and thresholds, you have to see that in some environment. That won't just be something you can just pick up and run with. That's pretty involved. You're talking about three values on 88 assessments for hundreds of controllers. And if you don't learn an efficient way of doing it, you'll quickly dismiss the whole process. All right. And then, um, you know, training and then, you know, cons consultative. I, I, I want to be able to look at your process. Right. You could give me all the diagrams and everything you want. Um, I like to be able to smell the, the pulp, if you will, you know, get a feel for, you know, what's going on at the site, interview people at site to get more of what's going on. You know, that kind of, you know, firsthand knowledge allows us to tie in plant triage as a, you know, a consulting uh, wing in order to get you guys implemented faster. So what would you say? Uh, maybe 80 percent can be done remotely, but really to, to get the full value out of the system, that that other 20 percent requires some kind of a site visit. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't I, I would I would never recommend, you know, hand it, throwing it over the fence and then say, you know, give us a web call and we'll do what we can. I, I think I get a better appreciation when I can see something physically. It's almost like the training, right? If I give them, uh, if we do like a presentation, a presentation I go through 20 slides is different than, okay, let's go look at your server and let's do a couple of reports or let's set up this tune, or et cetera. That's way different than, you know, some conversation. So I would always say, at least one or two visits will, will make the most out of this. If I'm a new client that's considering Patriage, uh installation, what are, say, the top one, two, or maybe three points I should consider in preparation for someone like yourself to come to site? Okay. Um, the top one would be who are you going to involve alongside yourself? I would say our most successful implementations, our most successful, well, our best success stories have been those locations where the individual has a team of people that are in different silos at the site, right? Having everybody in the control group be the owner and only uses a plant triage can be okay but you know it takes a it takes a village so maybe if you tie in the maintenance guys maybe if you get managers buy-in or even operations you can get a better sense for when it's time to get collected so just have an idea who else you're going to tie in with the team uh another thing would be you know how do you want to access the plant triage do you have restrictions, right? We mentioned that there's flexibility technically how to do it, but what about the rules within your specific site? So if they have it on a production network and you can't access it from your desk, are you willing and comfortable running to that server, you know, periodically as a concession to being able to get your data? That's one of the, the benefits we have is that based upon the communications, we can put it in email. Right. But if you're limited and your selling point was, you know, automation, email, et cetera, then you might have missed some on that return by not being able to place it where you thought. So I think planning out the, the network and the communication with that is part of it. And we can we have a suite of tools we can help with that. And then I guess three 
um, have an idea of what part, well, I mean, what is of the site you want to include? What are your objectives? What's the pain points? I mean, if, if I would love to be able to sell it to everyone who saw this tool as a, you know, a nice, you know, new game or toy to play with. But it's also more beneficial to say, listen, we, our main thing is maintenance. We have a huge maintenance budget, and that means that we have to have everything running. We have to have high uptime. Let me use this software to help me do that. Just have an objective of what you want out of Plant Triage. Do you want the entire region or the entire site? Excuse me. You know, and again, our licenses are flexible. You want a portion of the site? You want the entire thing? Or we're flexible. But have an idea of what are your objectives, your KPIs, and then you know where are you looking at in the entire site. If I can summarize, that's the the uh, organization. You want to have a plan how you're going to embed this CLPM tool into your organization. You need to have a plan how you're going to interface the system, uh, both from the data access side as well as user access side. So have a network plan and then have an objective, have a clear path that you want to, uh, to, to pursue to achieve uh, savings or uh, improvement, production improvement, and so on. Exactly. Almost like a, a magazine cover is, is exactly to that T. I think if you have those three things lined up, at least your expectations can be in line with what we can deliver. I think that's a strong starting point. So from a control performance standpoint, we think Plantria is probably the premier tool available on the market, and your site will be better off by having plant triage. But from what you're telling me, Vince, it seems like uh, your installation or uh, the ins installation services uh, of one of your colleagues is uh, is instrumental in in having a better chance of su success or even a bigger success. Are there other performance solution services that are offered by your team that uh, could even enhance the performance of the system even more? Well, we do offer like, I want to call them walk-in, but like walk-in consultancy, right? So maybe you have a mature system uh, and you want to take a look at how you're performing and we can do offline analysis, or maybe you want a pre-sale analysis. And, or like, you know, a, you know, peek and, you know, peek and see how you're doing. I mean, we have the ability, if you can get us the information, we can process it offline. So it doesn't have to be a total commitment, but we do have, we recognize that there are different, you know, needs within industries. And, you know, yes, Meso classically has been, uh, you know, several industries, but our consultancy offering covers a, a larger gamut. So you have people that are, looking with mining people that are looking with paper and pulp uh people that have gone to petrochemicals and you know oil refinery etc food processing power plants things of that nature so you know in the end of the day with the consultancy we aren't just blindly saying you know looking at it from the software standpoint we're using experience and tying in process knowledge to you know the offering if you will so what kind of things would you help me develop around my plant triage system as a, a consultant um well we're more we're very concerned or very uh, we're going to always push um integration right we don't want to add to your work we want to show you how to 
make your you know daily or weekly more efficient. So what we're going to push is you know obviously a, a knowledge of what you have in your toolkit or what you have available to you. But then you know workflows, right? Okay, Vince, great. You we have this. I, I know what I have available. Well, what does that look like on a, a weekly basis? You know, a daily basis. Is there a, a workflow, if you will? And there is. I mean, what does it take if I see a report? You know, high level report, and I'm troubleshooting. How do I go about the decision making? Um, as simple as that sounds, the decision making as to how to approach it. Do I need to put in a ticketing system? Do I, add, you know, make it a work order? Do I need to include another group? Is it real? Is it configuration? We try to line all that out because the more the site does it, you you stop following the actual blueprint and you're more implementing the process knowledge associated with it. So it's okay. I have this valve report that's showing me this. I can confirm based upon this tool set. Now I can present two or three loops that I can get help from maintenance or instrumentation. So we're interested in definitely, you know, the consultancy, but then the implementation and, you know, the workflow of the system. And then in the end of it, to, you know, to be frank, we're looking, you know, for repeat sales. We need to have some kind of success, some kind of story to say, look, we were able to accomplish this. And those measures come in all kinds of flavors. Were we able to give them, you know, two less outages, unplanned outages a year? Did they get better control? Had they reduced, um, you know, energy usage? Had they increased production? We we're, we we're, we love those kind of stores because then we can use that as a you know a model to go somewhere else and say hey look what we can do for your site what are the biggest challenges for a, a plant or a, a site that's trying to implement a controlled performance program for for the program i believe the biggest challenge is well i guess i could say the upfront uh investment and you know put the dollar signs away from that for a moment because it you know you you are purchasing software but when you're we mentioned that we take four trips in a standard install just to get you off the ground right the configuration excuse me when we talk about the consultation or the control performance we're talking about a full out handover we're talking about we have three or four or several entities involved we could have dozens of people that are you know trained and ready to go on and we're talking about a full-out buy-in from the system so you know one or two people moving you know that that's that's easy you you, you be they're convinced already they know what they're going to do but you know getting the buy-in the idea if it hasn't come from management and it's come from an individual or even from us outside getting them to get ready for the next step so we have these these uh, seminars we have these workshops we have training sessions we're more committed you know we're, we're visiting site you know more period maybe monthly uh, i believe we do them in like 12 month contracts depending upon the setup and that's flexible we also have remote sessions i'm looking at data offline i'm looking at it processed while i'm you know in a remote location we're really looking at opportunities we're surging we're really looking at opportunities to get you know those items those that buy in from the system so the biggest investment to me is that initial push to get more people involved so that we can see a big jump in uh production 
or a big jump in improvement with the system. So how do I get the most from you coming to site as a mezzo consultant? I believe that if you have a plan, meaning not how we implement things, but if you have, you know, your pain points lined up, your people involved, you know, at least that, I mean, if that changes, that's fine. But if they're lined up, you know, ready to proceed to go forward and you have a timeline that you can, you know, reasonably, you know, assess or estimate, then I think you can get the most out of it. Um, you know, what are your, what are your objectives? Has it been cut? Does it come from management? Have they say we need, you know, 90%, you know, automated, you know, systems, or we need to highlight issues do have some goal that we can measure the success against. If it's more or less, you know, whatever, you know, you guys bought the control performance and we see how it goes, we can give you the most, but I, I don't know how more efficient it'll be. If the t if the goalpost is moving, you know, every month, right? We can adjust to it, but the efficiency will come at. No, we we need to re reduce the outages, or our paper machine keeps breaking. Let's cut that and let's cut that in half. What can we do for that? Then the the targeted goals. A lot of the analysis falls out from every other type of troubleshooting. However, if I also have something that is the baby or the heart of why we're here, then I know that I can make I can make that happen. I can take a look at that and show you at the minimum what gap is there is keeping you from getting to that meeting, to that uh, goal. So, so, it's back, yeah, so, so it's back to the same thing. Uh, your number three from uh, Plan Triage Install Services. Success is going to be uh, greatly enhanced if you have a, a main objective in mind for driving the system forward. Exactly. You you can tell you can tell it's it's on my heart hard. It's come up several yeah. times. So. All right. Well, hey, uh, anything else you want to mention about uh, uh, you know CLPM in general? Uh, you know, any advice uh, for somebody that's just kind of dipping their toe in to start their own control performance uh, program at site that may may not even have a software system uh targeted yet in anything you you might want to mention yeah I, so when, when i think about that and and again it could be you know different industries it can be different levels of understanding and expertise you know whether you you've been at it for 40 years or you, you just started out you know university the idea is you, know, you do not have to take a big bite and chunk out of it on day one. It's a journey. It's not a, you know, a checklist, right? The one of the things we have on our system is like uh, this biggest payback list. It's at the main part of the page. I think that if you look at this system as an ongoing component, something that allows you to get better and better at the system, as opposed to a checklist that, you know, I'm clearing it out and I can move forward, you have a better time with. And this is kind of where some of our sites have to be uh, walked into the expectation of it because optimization is continuous. It just keeps going. You're always looking for opportunities. Well, if you're always doing something, that doesn't mean that that list clears. You're doing it until something changes. 
But with a checklist, it's almost like, okay, I have this section, I have that section, I have that section, I need to address it. So when you're looking at control of performance, someone, whether it's you or someone outside, has said, we need to rein in what we're doing. So let's find a way to organize, prioritize, and look at the locations that we can do so that, you know, we can say this is this system is capped out. We can look at some capital expenditures, et cetera. So it's it's good to have a tool, but it's better to have a, a program, and that program should be a journey in continuous improvement. Exactly. I think that puts a pretty good button on it. Uh, hey, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Thanks again to Vince Moorhead for joining my podcast. I hope you found him as informative and interesting as I did. For more information about control performance, please go to mezzo.com and search Expertune. There, you will find recorded webinars as well as a variety of other information available on our products and services. Tune in next time for more discussion about process control optimization. Thanks for joining me today. On LinkedIn, find us at the Expertune Plant Triage Users Group. And we welcome your questions about today's podcast there or send them to expertune.sales at mezzo.com. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please message me on LinkedIn or send an email to the Expertune sales address. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify as the Control Performance Podcast.